Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Allison and I are here today and we are just uh, actually kind of kicking off a little bit of a new series, Allison, that you and I have kind of been talking about for a while now. Yeah, I like that. I like the themes that we're going to be working on and talking about in the next few weeks because it's stuff. I feel like it's it, it's things that we talk about all the time between the two of us. I, I right. think that you have uh, you have coached me in some of these issues and I feel like at times I speak a couple of you know every once in a while I might speak into an issue like this in um into your life as as friends but it's also issues that we've talked about with women over the years you know that we've Mm -hmm. we've served women these are some issues and some things that we we see over and over again uh with the people that we're serving yeah and you know I think this is these are common things so Mm -hmm. you know as this is not, these are not like the five things that hardly anybody experiences. These are like, <laughs> I think these are things that get us all stuck in, t- in places. Right. And, yeah. and it, you know, it's across men and women. I mean, we just find yeah. ourselves, even though it looks slightly different, we find ourselves at different stages and different places of life, mm-hmm. getting stuck in these, these same spots. Yeah. It just looks different in your twenties than it does in your forties. Yeah. You know, um, but it's, exactly. it's really the same, it's the same rock. It, mm-hmm. it just <laughs> is painted a different color. That's true. And it's, it's something that you feel like, okay, I just, I got over it. I handled it. I, I learned some tools to move past it in my marriage life. Right. And then it's like, I'm, it's the same thing. Like you said, it's the same rock. It's it's shown up in my professional life or vice versa. It's a, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a, whether it's a confidence issue or whether it's, you know, whatever we're, we're talking about, I think it's something that you do see over and over again. And it's just employing the tools, um, that, that we're going to try to talk about and talk through some things, um, in the next few podcasts. Absolutely. And as we kind of deal with these common issues that we all face that, that can keep us stuck, that can keep mm-hmm. us kind of on the proverbial treadmill, if you will. Yeah. You know, we also know that there's also something else that I think, Allison, we, we've discussed so many times. We see this as common thread in all of this as well. And that is, there's a very distinct difference between how scripture mm-hmm. guides us to get unstuck right. and how the common man, common the common word on the street, if you would, turn mm-hmm. on your average podcast, flip on, get grab your average self-help book, whatever, flip the pages. What do you hear? What do you read? What do you see? Is very different than what scripture is telling us to do. So we have very distinct mm. approaches to how to get unstuck. Yeah. I remember um, handing a book uh, to a friend of mine who she's unsaved, but she was struggling with a certain issue. And I was like, Hey, I've got a great book for you. And I handed Mm. her a book that you and I love. 
boundaries. And um, I hand her that book and she said, this is really good stuff. I just wish it didn't have, have so many God quotes in it. And uh, and I was like, you mean Bible verses? Those are the God quotes that she was talking about. She called. Yeah. Uh, and because, and I was like, but that's, that's where this stuff, that's where the good stuff comes from. And I was trying to explain to her, this is really good stuff because of where it come from and because right. of where, it, you know, because of those God quotes. And I think that's what, that's what you're saying. Um, sometimes when we look at, and both of us are Christian counselors, I think um, there are ways that, that I feel like when, when the, the society is handling something, it's, it, I, it, it's, it's a, it's like you said, it's like a little, um, not a treadmill. It's almost like the little hamster wheel. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but I feel like what the way the, the way the Lord wants us to handle things in Psalm one is growth. It's fruit, mm. it's seasons. And yeah. he's like, there's their seasons. And so I, yeah, you're right. We have to talk about it, um, from a biblical perspective and from, you know, from the God quotes that we're going to be using. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really the only way that it works. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, you can, when you find a recipe that works, you know, and, and we've all, I, I'm not a great cook and you know that, um, we could talk about that for the rest of the podcast, but we won't. Um, uh, but you had actually are a very good cook. And when you find a recipe that really works and you know, it works, it's, it's, I have a few things that I make that are, that are home runs. One of them is my homemade biscuits, which is such a strange thing that I can make really good homemade biscuits and my homemade chocolate chip cookies. Okay. So I have found a recipe that works. Now I would be an idiot to stray away from the recipe that works because what I've got is nailing it every single time. And it's giving me that that product that I really want and that is beautiful and tastes great. And it's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. How crazy would it be for me to go, you know, I think I'm going to do something different today. I'm going to try something. Yeah. And um, my yeah. husband, when I'm cooking, my husband gets upset with me because he's like, it was really good the last time. What'd you do? And I'm like, Oh, I added this and this and this. He's like, and he literally, he's like, he doesn't shake me, but he like yeah. holds me down and says, stick to the classics. And right. he says it. And that's, that's become a theme in our house when I'm, um, experimenting, you know, when I'm experimenting <laughs> and, and do not. So that's what we want to tell you today that do not experience that do not experiment with something so important as, as who you are and as who God is, don't add or subtract from that because the yeah. recipe is perfect and, and, and God has perfected the recipes and he's given us some really good examples in the word yeah. of when it works and when it didn't. And think about the times when David or Abraham added or took oh. something out that, you mm-hmm. know, um, they stepped away from the plan. And, um, and so don't, oh, yeah. don't, don't change the recipe. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can change it, but you sure aren't going to get what you thought you were going to get. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. So we kick off this series uh, of all of these. Now, these are areas where in your life where you're going to find yourself stuck often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often as well areas in our life that are kind of cyclical. That, And what I mean by that is you deal with it at, at all ages and all stages of your mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. it, it just looks different. And right. so the first one we're really going to kind of talk about, I think, is kind of our how would we want to say this out? do we want to say our self image? Do we want to say our self worth or our self, our, how do, how do we identify mm-hmm. our yeah. self identity? Uh, would those be great terms to kind of get people on the right track today for what we're talking about? I think all of those are great terms. If once again, we're connecting 
any of those words through a biblical perspective. I think Mm. the words identity, self-worth, self-image, those have been uh, tainted, distorted, um, or, or confused by what society is telling us. But if we get back to our scriptural, our, our identity, um, in Christ, and, uh, and if we use them, you know, from a biblical perspective, those are all good words. And those are words that when you, when you hear them in society, you're like, you, they should immediately take you back to, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm going to filter that and pass that through the calendar of what the word of God says and see what stays, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that's what you have to do with the, with these type of words, because I feel like they've been skewed, but at the same time, they're the words that we have, our identity, what is really who we really are and what, and what, um, and what's expected of us and what do we expect of ourselves? No, absolutely. You know, we live in a culture today that this phrase has become popular. I identify as, Mm -hmm. and So now we have a very confused society that is trying to decide how they identify and, and what we've got to do, there's nothing in that, but confusion. So, you know, but the question still lies Mm -hmm. and that is where do we find our identity? Yeah. Yeah. Because to be able to get a hold of this, I think Mm -hmm. to be able to be a confident person who is is moving forward in life and cycling through those issues where we are kind of lacking ourselves. We have no self-confidence. We have no confidence in who we are. We're struggling with our identity. We're struggling in this stage of life. Um, How do I get through that? How do I get unstuck? Because we know, oh, good night. All of us, there's nobody listening to these podcasts. In fact, including the two women who are doing this podcast that don't struggle through cycles of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it could be, like I said, it could be completely confident or completely clued in on your identity in certain aspects of, of this. But then there's another element um, that, and, and you've just stepped into a new ministry in the last couple of years. And so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that your confidence level in your and how prepared you are for what the Lord led you to has has been shaken a little bit. Am I right? Oh my I goodness! Mean- oh, <laughs> d- 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 yeah. I mean, I feel like an idiot on most days. I mean, I you know, like, what am I doing? What in the world? Absolutely. Uh, in fact, you know, one of the things I think a lot of people feel like when they meet me, all oh, Rebus, you yeah. know, never struggles with any of these issues. Yeah. Um, but that would be the last thing from the truth. Uh, I think just because. You know, just because you're called to hold a mic or stand on a platform or speak in front of people or or do these things, it doesn't mean that in private you're not stuck somewhere right. with your own self doubt and your own and your own struggles and feeling like, oh my goodness, what you know, that was horrible, or I don't think I can do this, or I'm not sure I know how to do this, or any of those things that we we go through in yeah. areas that we get stuck in, and so I, I think. I think what you've hit on, Allison, is is important. Is an important piece to start with, and that is, all of us are going to run into a million places during our lifetime where we don't feel like we have answers, where yeah. we don't feel like we're enough, where we don't feel like we have solutions, or where we literally make the wrong call, mm-hmm. and we're swimming in failure right now, and we're trying to say, okay, I blew that. Now, how do I get back to where I need to be? And this is common 
yes. among man. Okay. Right. As yeah. long as we're, if, if, if you're breathing air, okay, yeah. that, that is where you live. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not, we're not saying, and we better be careful. We better mm-hmm. make sure everybody gets this. This is not a podcast to say, Hey, you know, you'll have this great identity in who you are and understand who you are and really have this great image of, of how God made you and who you are. When you nail it 100%, you you nail a 10 every time. Yeah. That is the opposite of really right. what God teaches in his word. And we're going to kind of plow through some of that because that's not what we're talking about. Uh, so if you're, if the struggle is real for you, I want to say welcome to the club. Exactly. And I think, and I think that's really important to note because we talk about, um, and let's just let's just jump in for first and foremost. In Genesis, we are taught that we are image bearers. We are created in His Correct. image and formed. Uh, everything else He spoke into existence, man, He He sculpted, um, he did. Mm-hmm. and and then breathed, and so all of you know all of all of God's senses were put into man as far as he touched him. He looked at him, he listened to him, he breathed into him. And so I think that is how valuable we are just in the fact that we are born and we are image bears. And that's, that's important to start with. And, and, but then, like you say, every once in a while, it's not like we forget that part, but at the same time, we forget the power that's connected to that once we are, once we are his children. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's an important, that's an important concept. And this is one of the things that I try to to teach our women who have been so beat down, the women at the workshop who have been so beat down by their worth to just Mm -hmm. start with just the fact that you're born, you are an image bearer of God. And Mm -hmm. that gives you so much worth that then we spend years with them trying to build that back into their, into their, um, into their soul. Oh, absolutely. I I think this is, um, you know, image 101, if you would, Um, as we look at Genesis 127, it's the very verse you were just talking about where God Mm -hmm. created mankind in his own image. The Bible says in the image of God, he created them. So these are two, this is massive. Then he says, okay, male and female. So that covers gender. Okay. He created them. And so when everything else is stripped away, he doesn't say he created them talented and untalented or, or this or that, or this personality or, or this Enneagram or, you know, none of these things. Okay. He just says really simply this, you were created in the image of God, man and woman. So Mm -hmm. we've got, and and so as we look at this and if we, I mean, if we just boil it all down to the very end, we've got men and women who are who are created in the image of God and at our simplest level at the at the most base 101 level we've got to understand that we are we were created by God for a purpose yeah and from the beginning yes and yeah. and and so although the devil would love to confuse us in all of that mm-hmm. yeah whether that be our gender identity or our you know how we uh, our sexual identity or mm-hmm. or all of these things but it, back in genesis it was really simple mm-hmm. yeah god created man and a woman in his image yeah period exactly and i think that i mean it, you hit on something that i don't you know i'm not really sure that I think it's been distorted because Christianity these days is seen as misogynistic or Christianity these days is seen as 
um, God only love, you know, women, uh, women are lesser than, and that's not what Genesis says because no. God is very clear about how he both, both of them, men and women were created in his image. And I think that there's been a distortion by society attacking Christianity saying, well, women are second-class citizens in that religion. And that's not true. If you get back to our, our identity, even the fact that he mentions that God created man and woman in his image. I think that's such an important detail for us to understand when we're fighting back against those those attacks on our faith. Um, oh, and absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And then, you, you know, you kind of fast forward to the psalmist writing in Psalm 139, and he's going to talk about this. And I think this, again, this is 101. This is foundation. Mm -hmm. If you don't get this, you're not going to get anything else we say on the podcast. So that's kind of why we're starting here. Psalm 139 says, you know, it's, now it's talking about people who were born into this world. And he, and he says, you're formed in your inward parts, you yeah. God, you knit me together yeah. in my mother's womb. I'm mm -hmm. praising you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So now, Allison, we're still, we had this man and this woman in the original, the original man and original woman, Adam and Eve, actually formed by the hand of God, breathed mm -hmm. into by the breath of God in, in the garden. And now the psalmist tells us God is still doing his handiwork. Yes. He, he's not quit in that. Mm -hmm. It looks different from that very first man and woman, but now God is, what is he doing now? He's forming you in your, in your mom's belly. He's, yeah. he's knitting you together. And, and we, you know, we know that, that those, I mean, I used to teach uh, cells, anatomy and yeah. biology. Yeah. And right. so we know that we've got this, you know, we've got this sperm and we've got all of these, you know, we've got these eggs and we've got all of these sperm. Any one of these two uniting makes a different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's one that gets through. Mm -hmm. and, and and at that moment, that sperm and that and, and that egg come together and become a zygote in biology, biological terms. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, when you become a zygote, guess what? Your DNA is laid out. I mean, you got brown eyes. You are going to be like this. This is going to have to yeah. all of that is encoded. Boom, 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 boom. And it's um, unique to you. And yeah. it's incredible when we look mm -hmm. at science and we study science and the amazing thing about science and how God put that all together to make us unique individuals for his glory and for his purpose. So nothing has changed. Yeah. And, and it's still a beautiful, miraculous. Um, and if you don't get anything else, again, understand your worth from this point, how beautiful and miraculous, no matter, um, no matter what you look like, I'm short yeah. and I'm sad about that but i'm 48 and i think it has not changed i'm still i wish i were tall um but at the same time and we talked about amy carmichael a few weeks ago how she yeah. always wanted blue eyes but god decided you know yeah, for some no. reason you know god god's gonna get the glory from my tiny little short legs that i have to him everything i i have um but but that's one of the things that even even if there's stuff that we don't like about it, that's our issue. But God that God doesn't have that issue with us. He created us just the way just the way we are, and yeah. and and that's the that's the miraculous thing about it. No matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what happens next, and no, uh, and I think that's and I think that's I think that's important to understand because when we do get to the point, so every human being is created in His image. But then when somebody accepts Christ as their savior and takes on a new 
it becomes a new creature. So it's like reborn, new creation. Yeah. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things mm-hmm. become new. Now that's another miraculous birth um, into his family. And so mm-hmm. then, you know, like Ephesians 2.10, it's my favorite, you know, one of my favorite verses for we are his workmanship created for a purpose. So mm-hmm. now not only are you an image bearer, just because of the fact that you were born yeah. now, when you're born again, or when you're, uh, when you've accepted Christ, then all of a sudden that miraculous birth takes on another, another level uh, of meaning in our, in oh, our absolutely. Because now you're empowered. Mm-hmm. to do things that you weren't empowered to do, even though you were an image bearer. Yeah. Uh, because now you become this, this child that is got the authority of the father, mm-hmm. which is yeah. an incredible, which is really an incredible mm-hmm. thing. And now you have victory over sinful ways and sinful habits and sinful patterns that you would not have had mm-hmm. before. And I think that's important for where we're getting ready to go, because here's what we know. If you, you know, if you start Googling this subject, what you're going to find is that you're going to find terms like body image dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Well, you know, whether you're a teenager and you could say, oh, well, this is a teenage issue. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I've counseled with women in their 50s and 60s who are still struggling with this issue. OK, and you don't have to look at the industry of plastic surgery and tell mm-hmm. me that this is not still an issue that we're dealing with. OK, because we've got this huge I'm not happy with what I look like. And yeah. what we're basically saying is I'm not happy with how God made me. I I don't like this image that I have. And maybe for a lot of different reasons. um, But I think in our world and in our culture, we have this, this lie and it's called the the media and Hollywood and all of these things. And, and the reason I call it a lie is because I, I love to get, catch one of these little articles where it catches one of these stars when they have on no makeup right? and they're not dressed up. And they're not anything. And honestly, Allison, come on now. They're almost unrecognizable. Right, exactly. And I think it was really funny during COVID. I don't know if you saw this. There were a few um, screenshots of very famous Hollywood actors who had like jumped in on a Zoom call with somebody. And you're just like, okay, so he has Zoom chin too. Or he has like the, you know, or he looks Absolutely. And he just looks real, like a normal human being. And, normal human know, being. No airbrushing um, yeah. as much as we would love it. No, I, you know, and so what we kind of have to wrap our minds around is that the image that we see on the, on, the, on the screen or the image that we see on the social media feed, even now, all of that technology has been brought to the average Joe Mm-hmm. Uh, or ag- average Joanna, um, you know, on her on her phone. And so you can actually go in and put all kinds of filters and all kinds of things to create you like you're not. Right. Now, yeah. Now, come on, Allison. Let, let's so let's let's kind of be real. We all want to look better. Yeah. So yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with brushing your hair or putting on makeup. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with please do that. putting yes. a, t- a touch up <laughs> filter to make you look. Yeah. We're not saying any of that is sinful, okay? Yeah. So let's clarify. But what we do need to understand is when we are so dissatisfied with who we are because of what we believe other people are, because that's where it comes from. You yeah, don't get dissatisfied yeah. if you're not comparing yourself to somebody else. So right. we're completely compare, comparing what I look like, maybe how I am, my achievements, my abilities, um, you know, my attributes, you know, I could, I've always wanted to be an, I've always thought it'd be so cool to have the talent to be able to be an artist. Mm. True, true fact. Now here's the deal. I have sat across from you 
at a myriad of coffee shops around the globe and watched you doodle on a napkin or on a piece of paper or even on a sketch pad mm -hmm. and had envy over your ability to create beautiful images with seemingly no effort. Now, what I mean by that is yeah. you're doodling, right? You're mm -hmm. not really concentrating. You're not trying to create this lovely thing. You're doodling and it looks fantastic. That's because mm -hmm. you have that talent and ability of an yeah. artist. You are an artist. Yeah. I have zero of that ability. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so I can sit around and compare myself to you all day long yeah. and I can say, well, that's just not fair. Allison can do that. I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm not just, you know, if I was like her and da, 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 da and I can beat my head against a wall. Yeah. And what I do is I never, I never actually step in to the things God has given yeah, me. Yeah. I, I never, I'm, I, I'm never happy with ever who I am mm -hmm. and how God's equipped me to be. I never grasp that. And if I never get a hold of this, Allison, I'll spend my whole life chasing who I'm not mm -hmm. instead yeah. of, instead of learning who I am. Right. Exactly. And I think that that's, that goes into the root of so many of our issues with the comparison because you are, you're comparing, you're, you're, you're looking at somebody else's identity that, that might not even be real. I mean, right. yeah, me doodling on a, on a, on a sketch pad is fine. I've never sold an artwork piece of artwork in my life. So it's not really helped but me. And you, I enjoy you could, it, though. but you could, um, but at the same time, when we're, when we're comparing ourselves to somebody else, then like you said, we can't enjoy what the what god has given us and and, oh. and what the talents that that we've given i've never i've tried to coach basketball i've tried to i've tried to ref basketball and if you don't play basketball refing basketball that yeah, makes it a little difficult pretty, yeah it's hard mm -hmm. and so i can't compare and i'm not tall so i can sit there you can sit there and say i'm not an artist i can say well i'm not tall and i'm not a good basketball player or a basketball coach or you know and so yeah. instead of saying hey god's given me this this and this and this he's put it in my hands and and this yeah. is what i'm going to do with it and that that's where a lot of people do get stuck if we're talking about the word stuck that's where a lot of the mm -hmm. st stick happens yeah, no, I agree. So I think kind of to summarize where we've been and what we're talking about right now and kind of to get us on to that next point is that here's the deal. If you're not happy with who you are, you're never going to have a good self-image. You're never going to identify yourself in the way that God identifies you and sees you. And you're going to struggle finding your identity. You're going to struggle finding worth. And you're going to constantly be circling around mm. all of who you're not and yeah. feeling very unconfident and, and, and it won't matter what age you are and it won't matter how much money you have. And it doesn't matter how much plastic surgery you have. And it doesn't matter any of these things. You'll never, ever, ever be enough. Yeah. As long as you're don't get this issue settled. Yeah. But yeah, if you yeah. dig into God's word and you realize, you know what? I was created in the image of God. Not only was I created in his image, but I was actually formed by him. Every piece of me was specifically put together and woven together so that God could say, I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. God has a purpose for my life. And, you know, there may be things I don't like about me. There may be things I want to change about myself. Hey, you know, if you want to lose weight, lose weight. If you want to get stronger, lift weights. If you want to color your hair dark instead of light, feel free. Go ahead. Take okay. an art class. You know, you want to be an artist, <laughs> try your best. Okay. However, here's, I love this passage. You know, Samuel is looking to anoint a king in 1 Samuel 16. And he sees, 
you know, uh, it, it, this happened actually twice. It happens with Saul and it also happens now with David and his brothers. But he sees all of David's brothers. He sees everybody, you know, or he sees Saul, uh, these other people, and, and he immediately looks on the outward appearance. Yeah. And this is what God says to him in First Samuel 16. He says, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. Yeah. People look at the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. And, and, and I just, I think this is a good segue, Allison, into where we need to go, because here's the deal. Who you are is not what you look like. Yeah. Who you are is who you are on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I have met some of the most beautiful people mm -hmm. who will never grace the cover of a magazine and they will never be the sexiest woman alive or the sexiest yeah. man alive. Um, they're never going to win that contest, but there's some of the most beautiful people I have ever met. And yeah. the reason they're so beautiful is because who they are on the inside overflows outwardly. And it, they are just absolutely gorgeous because mm -hmm. of that. And yeah. I think that's the opposite. Some of what the world says, the world says, you know, Fix it all up on the outside. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes it's like, and then fake it till you make it, you yeah. know, and, and that's actually the opposite of what God says. God says, look here. No, 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 no. I don't look on the outward. I look on the inward because it's the inward. That's really who you are at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, right. So I, you know, I think, I think all of us, as we see this, okay, then now, if I want to be this confident person, if I want to have, if I want to have these things locked in and God tells me not to look on the outward, but look on the inward, then I need to go inward to get unstuck. Right. Yeah. I need to find that. And I, um, it's in the, the, the Peter, the first Peter passage that's used always to talk about modesty, um, and submission, but, and, you know, and those are, those are, good words. I'm not, I'm not, um, knocking modesty and submission, but I think people have been confused because when, you know, when, when first, when at first Peter talks about the hidden man of the heart, mm -hmm. um, which is a meek and quiet spirit, which is in, in the eyes of God of good price, that meek and quiet, that strength and that quiet nature, not as in keep your mouth shut quiet. It's right. that, like you said, that inner peace, that says, I don't have to. And it talks about the plating of the hair and the adornment and the, yeah. let's not let that be our, let's not that, let that be who you are. It's inside. It's that personal inner peace and that mm -hmm. strength, that meekness, which is, we know that that strength under control, um, that meekness of saying, I know who I am. I am of great price to God. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter if I'm adorned on the outside side because what's it what's on the inside and it's you know it's that peter passage that i i used to i used to think oh that means i just have to keep my mouth shut and just be quiet but no right. it's <laughs> and but that's not what it means it talks about just being peaceful being at peace with who you are and being at peace with who your value is in and it's it's a great price uh, to god yeah no absolutely and, and i think for us getting to that point of peace you know mm -hmm. how do i find that peace in in who i am yeah. When, when do I ever come to that point where I say it's okay to be me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be me. Mm -hmm. And in, in all of my, you know, goofiness, goofy ways and all of my silly ways, but in also, uh, and I think you can't say that if you don't understand that it's not who you are on the outside, mm -hmm. you know, because 
we get older yeah and our youth fades mm-hmm. right um you, you know the the talent and ability that we had at 20 mm-hmm. at 65 we we can't dunk anymore we can't right. we can't play like that anymore uh we only are spent telling stories of who we used to be right and and i think Allison, and i hope it, i'm going to try to say this in a way I, I think makes sense and i hope it does but there's an element where we're stuck in the past forever. Mm, yeah. The past of who we used to be, what I used to look like when I was 16, how right. I, the talent, the, the athleticism I used to have at that age, uh, the way I used to be here or whatever. And we try to, mm-hmm. and as long as I am latched onto the past yeah. and I keep dragging it into the present, I have no future. Yeah. Yeah. And you're missing, you're missing that that like you said, you're missing that present and you're missing that future because you're so, uh, yeah. I ain't as good as I once was, um, you know, at, yeah. at that old, that old, that old song, but just thinking about, I think there's so many of us who's like, man, if I just, if I, I, I used to look like this, or I used to be this skinny, or I used to have this ability. And, and then you do miss out because seasons, again, if we're talking about rooted deep, mm. there are seasons and, and, mm-hmm. you know, every season, uh, you know, every year there's gotta be new fruit and new opportunities and new growth and some pruning and some deepening of the roots, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be brand. It's gotta be new. We just, we just tore down our avocado tree, uh, last year. And that was sad, but it was because there was no new growth on it. It was, it was, and we can sit there and say, man, 10 years ago, this thing just had some beautiful avocados and it did yeah. 10 years ago, but it's, it's worthless now because we're not, it didn't, right. we, we didn't work the roots. And, and, and so it's the same thing with us 10 years ago, I did this awesome, you know, but we're missing our opportunities to talk about um, and to look at, and to look at new things. I think when you were saying um, there are people out there that are just so beautiful to be with um, it's not, Hey, I just walked, I just walked by some of the, I just spent time with, with some of the most beautiful women. I think we're talking about their spirit. I remember sitting with somebody and, and leaving her house. And I don't even remember what this woman looked like, but I remember her face when mm. she's encouraging me and praying yeah. for me. Yeah. And I, re- and I remember that spirit and I'm like, man, I, you know, I want to be, that's so attractive as far as just, I need to be around her more because yeah. of her. And it was that such a quiet strength about her and just encouraging. And I don't like, I don't even, I don't remember what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't even remember what her living room looked like, you yeah. know? And I think so many times that's what we focus on. Right. Are, oh, am yeah. I going to make a good impression <laughs> as what I'm wearing? Am I going to make a sure. good impression with my decoration of ability. Um, and I, you know, I love to decorate, but at the same time, if somebody spends time in my house and the only thing they can talk about is how pretty my table was, not how my family and my home made her feel or him that then, then mm-hmm. where's my identity? Is it on my kitchen table or is it in my spirit? Yeah. Or, or, you know, and, and I'm going to get a little, maybe a little close to the heart here for a moment or why you're loved. Mm. I, there are a lot of people that believe the reason they're loved either by their husband or mm-hmm. by their kids or by yeah. whoever is because of what they look like yeah, or what they're worth mm-hmm. as far as financially or the way they, what they have. Mm. Yeah. And you know, if you believe that you have friends 
because you have money or if you believe that your husband loves you because of what you look like and if you look different he would not love you then oh my goodness we're going to spend all of our lives in yeah. self-doubt and we're going to spend all of our lives chasing, chasing. Yeah. and never being able to catch um because you know Let's be honest. Are there people who might love us for what we do for them or what we have? Sure, there are. Mm -hmm. Sure, there are. Um, do those people really love us? No, they don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're using us. Okay, let's just be honest. Yeah. If a person is like that, they're 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 actually using us. They're not really. They don't really love us because who we are is like who who is on this inside. So you know. So we've got this thing where we're called to to be image bearers. We're called to take care of the body body and, and we're called to be good stewards of our body. So th that's all important. But I think we've, we're talking today about not how to be necessarily a good steward of the body, but we're really yeah. talking about a, a misperception of yeah. who we are and, yeah. um, and a misplaced values in things that are not real. And I think mm -hmm. if we could let some of this go, Allison, and this is a hard thing to do for yeah. all of us to be able to say, you know what, I'm not enough because of and fill the blank in yeah. here's why i'm enough yeah. i'm enough because i'm created in the image of christ mm -hmm. i'm enough because god designed me i'm enough because i lack absolutely nothing according to scriptures that mm -hmm. i need to live this life both physically and spiritually yeah i'm enough because god's promised to empower me He's promised his spirit as a child. If I accept him, he's promised that in, in my relationship with him, he will always supply the need that I have, the lack that I have. He and I together are enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if we, how do we get whole? How do we get healthy in this area? How do I become confident in this area? Well, it's not feeling more about myself. It's not looking yeah. at this mirror and going, you know what? You are are amazing and fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you just need to believe that about yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's not that it's, you know what, God, you are amazing. You are fantastic. You chose me, empowered me, loved me, died for me, created mm -hmm. me, equipped mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And, and called me and gave yeah. me a purpose in life. Right. And now what I need to do is get busy focusing yeah. on that. Right. And not letting the devil lie to me and deceive me about my identity. Because if God, if the devil can shake us in this area of identity, mm -hmm. he knows he's got a wedge in our soul and a hook that he can really use to ruin us with. Yeah. And these are the things that also keep us, if it's the distorted view of our identity, it keeps us looking at ourselves and pouring more and more and more into ourselves whether it's financially whether it's um mm -hmm. whether it's going to the gym four hours a day or whether it's you know shopping or whatever um but there are so many passages of scripture that calls us to live outside of ourselves and calls us to look at to esteem others better than them you know it's better than ourselves yeah. and calls us to serve others and love yeah. others and pray for one another and so there's so many of these one another things there's yeah. you know there's understanding who we are in Christ and then um then everything else is serving other or to the mm -hmm. one another or and I yeah. think that's one of those things that that and 
and, and, and just like everything else in our lives, there's got to be a balance. We do have to obviously take care of ourselves and take care of our families, but not to the expense of what you said, God equipped us, but um, the end of that, of my favorite verse, where we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Yeah. In other words, to serve somebody else, to take yeah. what God has given us and say, okay, now I'm going to use that to serve someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think that's so true because, so how do we do that else? Yeah. Yeah. How do that's I get question. to that? <laughs> how do we get to that point? You know, yeah. I, you know, so how do I, okay. How do I get to that point? And mm-hmm. I think, I think the words are simple, but the concepts yeah. are hard. Okay. Yeah. So here's the simple words. Live an authentic life. Mm. Yeah. Sounds simple. Live an authentic life. And those are really simple words. Mm. Authenticity. Um, and I think authenticity leads to the second piece of this pillar here. And that is be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I think those two things will step us into being able to be the best version of ourselves because this world craves, I'm, and we know this, yes. this world craves the authentic. Mm-hmm. They're looking for who in the world out there is actually the real deal in, yeah. in a, in a world of deep fakes. When you don't even know that the picture you're looking at or the video that you're looking at is actually real any longer because right. there's so many deep fakes out there. We have to be careful that we're not, a deep fake mm. that we are the opposite of who we appear to be, or that we're very different than who we appear to be because we are, and here's the bottom line. We're afraid and we're insecure to, we really believe. And this one's a tough one, but the devil lies to us so badly in this area that we really believe if we, if we acted like we really are and people saw us for who we really were, are, they wouldn't like mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and, and we really, and again, we really think that we have everybody fooled. And, and so, yeah, we don't want to show who we really are, but at the same time, people are like, I don't, yeah. And, and that, that's an unsettling thing. That's why people are craving authenticity. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, all of us, we, we build these, first of all, we, we, we build an image and then we build a wall. So, you know, so we do two things to hide. You build an image and that's the image that you put up in front of everybody. It's the mask that we wear, um, you know, and we all have them. So there's nobody listening that says, well, I just don't do that. Yes, you do. Okay. In some small way you do. Okay. Or you have, maybe you've got victory over this in Christ. And if that's the case, praise be. Um, But all of us at some point in our life, have struggled with, okay, we have the mask that we wear. We, we, we have the image that we, we portray. And then we have the wall that we hide behind. So that when we, anytime we don't think the image is, is it, somebody's trying to, to, to kind of poke through the mask and go, mm-hmm. excuse me, I don't, I don't know that's you. Yeah. We run behind the wall. Mm-hmm. And it, because we're afraid and we're insecure and, and a lot of our fears and insecurities go back to this deep root that says, I'm afraid if somebody got to know who I really am, mm-hmm. they wouldn't love me. Uh, they wouldn't like me for who I really am. And that's the biggest lie Satan tries to tell all of us because he knows if we operate in that lie, that we will never be the person God called us to be. Because we're always trying to be someone else. And yeah. so, you know, it, it's the greatest, it's the greatest card trick 
that one of the greatest card tricks the devil's got for us is take the mask, take the wall, trade it off for being truly authentic and actually then being vulnerable uh, yeah. to people. And I know, I, you know, I can tell you, man, I grew up as a kid. I, I, man, I did not, I thought I had to have my act together all the time. And right. it, that wasn't, it's no, that was on nobody but me. I mean, I've traced that thing back and I never, my parents didn't push that yeah. on me. Yeah. I didn't have a coach that pushed that on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it really came from, but I got in my mind that I had to be perfect every single time. Mm-hmm. And that meant I had to, you know, every time at the bat, I'm hitting a home run or it's not yeah. acceptable. Everything yeah. I did had to be perfect. And so when you try to live in that impossible thing mm-hmm. that the devil had given me to lie to me about, then yeah. you can't be authentic and you definitely can't be vulnerable because you can't say I fail. You can't say I blew it. Right. You can't say I didn't have a clue what I was doing. You, you, you can't be any of those things and you can't be authentic because you're afraid people right. won't like you if you're not always hitting home runs. Exactly. And so I think as we, this is easy words, mm-hmm. hard concepts. And the right. only way I believe that you get to be more authentic, live a more authentic life and to be able to be okay with being vulnerable is to be able to lean in to who you are in Christ yeah, and what you're called to be. And the more you lean into that, I think the more you understand, you know what? I am truly loved. I am truly mm-hmm. accepted. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And there becomes a confidence from Christ that oozes into your soul Till you get to the point, you're like, you know what? If they don't like yeah. who I am, mm-hmm. then go find somebody else because this is who this I is am. Right. And I am not living my life for you. I'm living right. my life for Christ. And it's the only way I'm going to have satisfaction. Right. And understand and be okay with the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Be okay with, I'm not an artist. Be okay with, I'm not the best singer in the choir, or I'm not the, you know, I'm not the tallest person in, I'm always on the end because I've, you know, I've, I've never, I've never been in the middle, um, but, and be okay with it and accept it and learn to embrace that and say, Hey, that's the way God made me. And that's who I am. And, uh, and not try to not try to, because I think that's where our stress and anxiety comes from. If we're mm-hmm. trying to live outwardly, something that we're truly not that, creates this you know this tension back and forth and be okay and finally say you know this is who I am you know and and I I know that God loves me and I that and that and that's enough for me and I love you you can say I love me too and 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 there's an element of that I you know I I love what the what what God has done I love I used to hate my freckles I used to hate them um but there was yes I used to hate them but then somebody told me that a girl without freckles is like a night without stars and I was like well well isn't that sweet and then right now I Okay. Now you, now you're cool. Now your I like my freckles, uh, and now yeah. freckles are in. I don't know if you know that freckles are like um, people are getting freckles tattooed on their faces, and I'm like, well, I've never had to do that, but um, uh, yeah. I used to, and so it was like, man, I wish I didn't have freckles, and so I try to cover them up, you know. But it's like, no, you now you just got cakey, and so that's the same thing <laughs> with our with with our um, with whether it's our personality or with mm. our our body image or our self worth or, or or whatever. Um, but like you said, embrace who you are because you know that the Lord, that God loves you and just as you are. Absolutely. And then, and then forget about it. Not, if you know, just, 
move on because there's there's yeah. stuff to do there's service to do and when we don't have time to sit and wallow in what we're not yeah That's and you know I, time and you know I, I think that is that is so true but i think if we flip that coin over allison and i mean and come on i think you and i can be really uh, uh we can be vulnerable a little bit about this but sometimes we don't even know who we are yeah yeah do you know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I think there's been times in my life when I have created such an image for myself <laughs> that I've actually bought my own lie. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be really vulnerable. I bought the lie that the image I created for me to be was real. Mm-hmm. And that's who I was. Yeah. And I think all of us, and when you, when you start getting into God's word and you start saying, wait a minute, where does all this fear and insecurity and where's all of this? I, I think we actually lean into, as we lean into who we are, we see how creative we are in, in our own unique ways. Yeah. This is not what, you know, as I begin to say, whoa, wait a minute. I don't even think that's who I am. Yeah. Who am I really in all of this? And what a silly mm-hmm. question. Sometimes you feel like maybe you're 50 years old and you're listening to our podcast and you're like, seriously, I'm 50 and I don't know who I am. I know a lot of women in their fifties who don't know who yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think for us to be able to say, wait a minute, let me go back to who God says I am. Yeah. So start there. Who yeah. does God say you are? That's where we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Now you can either believe God's telling you the truth, or you can believe that God is not telling you mm-hmm. the truth. And that yeah. means that's you. And uh, you are in the same stance as Eve was in the garden. The devil's on one side lying and God mm-hmm. is telling you the truth, but you are at a point of do I, who do I believe? Okay. So there we go. That is the, I mean, that's as far down in the root as we can go. Who does God say you are? And do you believe that God is lying to you? Or do you believe he's telling you the truth? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now the next step. Well, yeah, Reba, that's who he made me to be, but I have really messed this thing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Confess your sin. If it's sinful, confess it. Mm-hmm. Ask God to help you see yourself the way he sees you. Yeah. And, and I think the way you do that, okay, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but Allison, I, it, I've seen it work a million times. You got to get your eyes off you. Yeah. The most selfish people I know are the people that are so consumed with their self-image and their self-worth yeah. and their self-identity and their self-self and their self-self-self-self-self. Yeah. It's all self-focused. You got to say, you know what? <laughs> what in the world am I doing? I'm I'm just going to be me and I'm going now to turn my focus onto Mm -hmm. somebody else. It's not discovering who you are. It's discovering what God's calling is for you and taking all that creativity that he's given you. You say, I don't have any. Yes, you do. How do I know what it is? Just go start loving and serving other people and you'll find it. And, and really, I think, yeah, that's the issue ahead. because then you people see uh-huh. and what people truly see there. And especially our children, especially our family. If we start serving them with a selfless abandon, then it's actually interesting how all of a sudden people know who the real, we, we learn who the real us is. It, you know, and I, I, I remember going through this with you a few years ago. I was like, uh, Reba, I think I'm lacking confidence. And you started, you started laughing. You're like, uh, yeah. And uh, it was like, that's been a facade that you've had for a while. And I'm like, I don't have it all together. And you were just laughing because you're like, finally, you get it. You don't have it all together and you don't have to have it all together. And I think that nope. was the important. Yeah. And it was when I finally got 
rid of that. And I was just started serving women. I was just going to do what I know how to do and serve women. Then all of a sudden I can understand who I am because it's being mirrored um, in, in service. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of funny. And I, I remember why I was laughing because honestly, you you know, it, the way God created you, you're one of the most talented people I know. And you have all of these incredible gifts and abilities that God's given you. And for you not to think you do is, is was just hysterical to me. Uh, and it was showing me, okay, wait a minute. This is how deceived we can be though sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah. uh, because what does the devil want to do? He wants us to get us to stop us in our tracks. And somehow he wants us to hole up somewhere and believe that we would be better off isolated, not engaged yeah. because he wants to keep mm -hmm. us away from the purpose and the passion that we were created to do life well, for. And, and therefore we become ineffective. Yeah. And we, we're never fulfilled because it's what God called us to. Right. So, so, you know, getting our eyes off of ourselves and getting our eyes on Christ and finding our identity in him and our power in him moves us into a place of finding purpose and finding passion mm -hmm. for what God has put us on the planet to do. And all of a sudden, as we do that, our creativity comes out. Yeah. And we begin to express those things. Um, and, and all of a sudden, people begin to meet us and see us not for who we, the fake that we were, not for the image that we revealed and not hiding behind the wall that we built, but all of a sudden people begin to experience the real us. And yeah. when they do that, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. suddenly they're like, you're just a really beautiful person. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, and now I'm living a life not focused on me. I'm living a life focused on other people. And that caught, believe it or not, in the, in the weirdest way, Mm -hmm. living, fulfilling my passion and my calling in life and my purpose and not keeping my eyes on me, but others, what that allows me to do then is to have more security and more mm -hmm. confidence in who right. I am. And exactly. I understand that doesn't make sense, but I'm just telling you, it's sense, the biblical way. That is, it is the biblical way, but it's, I've seen it over and over again when I feel bad about myself and I could hole up in my, in my, in my house. I'm like, no, wait a minute. And this just happened a couple of days ago, hmm. super tired, super, yeah. uh, just worn down and frustrated yeah. with who I am frustrated with all sorts of things. And then I was like, no, I need to go out and just, and, and VBS was happening down at the church. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to walk down there, get some fresh air. But then I'm also just going to go hug some people in my church. And I was yeah. going to try to encourage them and stand by. But I, I, let, I, I walked away so much more encouraged and so um, fulfilled in my confidence because I was part of a body. Yeah. And uh, it reminded me that I'm not isolated. I'm part of a body and just walking down and walking and literally I didn't do anything at VBS. Mm -hmm. I laughed at some of the games. I sat with, you know, with some of the women who were taking names and loved. And then I walked away so fulfilled because I was part of a body. And I think mm -hmm. our self-image, we're thinking of ourselves as just one package instead of, um, instead of an important and important part of the body. Yeah. And so you cannot be disconnected from that. No. And, and that's part of who God's called us to be mm -hmm. and, and who, what he's called us to do. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you've got freckles or you don't, doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're tall or short, doesn't matter if you need to lose 20 pounds or if you try to need to gain 20 pounds. It, it, th this is not who you are. Right. You know, who you are 
is is that person on that inside and you need to be okay with that person mm, and yeah. and you need to let that person out <laughs> yeah. yeah you know you need to let that person out and and that you know what, a gift it, it is a gift world. by god and yeah. let's just state the obvious as we close mm-hmm. the podcast reba it sounds like if you're right i might get hurt oh no you not mm. might get hurt you will mm-hmm. get hurt <laughs> yeah okay yeah. you will get hurt jesus told his disciples in, in in luke wrote it down in his gospel he said that you know if you live in this earth you are going to get hurt you're going to suffer offenses Absolutely. If you're breathing air, you're going to get hurt. If you're real, you're going to get hurt. If you engage with people, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, what does that mean? I do. Well, that mean I run behind my wall again and throw up my, you know, throw up my image again. No, no, that's not what you do. You just keep leaning in and you just keep pushing in and you just keep being your authentic self and you just keep, keep that passion going and loving other people. And what does God do? God comes in and he enables us and empowers us to push through the pain and the hurt where people disappoint us and let us down and say things about us that aren't true and all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. God allows us to move through that. And we go beyond that and we continue to go forward because here's the, here's the lie that we can't see in this. Oh, so if, do you actually believe you don't get hurt if you hide behind a wall and you yeah. and you and you hide behind an image. Are you trying to yeah. tell me that that's the pain-free way? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the lie is not. Oh, if I do this, I'll get hurt. I won't. If yeah. you if you breathe air, you'll get hurt. <laughs> right. I mean, think of a turtle. Uh, you know, right. uh, turtles have to stick their neck out at some point, and you know, and yeah. be they can't stay inside that shell as much as we want to. Um, but that's, that's because you get hurt. You get, because you're hurting yourself. I mean, you, you think you need other people to tell you lies about yourself. You're pretty good at it yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know for years I gave, you know, and so I can stay behind my wall in my, in my little castle of self, but I'm Mm -hmm. still gonna, I'm still gonna be hurt by my own lies and my Mm -hmm. own, um, my own weaknesses. And so, um, just go out, go outside and serve others. Yeah. Yeah. And get to know who you are in the process, you know? Um, and and so as we talk about self-identity today, I think, or, or how do do I have confidence in who I am and, and how do I have a self-worth? If we want to use that word, I I think our worth becomes who we are in Christ. And so we, I hope that we've kind of laid that out for you. Um, this is a complex topic. Okay. It's definitely a multidimensional topic, obviously. Mm. I mean, there's so many dimensions to this and we've hit on a few of them today, uh, but we've just barely scratched the surface of this. And, and it comes down to how do we perceive ourselves? How do we, you know, do we understand who we are? And so I think, I hope what you walked away with today is that what you believe shapes who you are. Mm -hmm. So are you going to believe what Christ says of who you are? God says, this is who you are. Do you believe that or do you not believe that? Okay. And, and as you, what you believe will shape who you are. So you got to go back and say, who do I believe? And then based on that, then you establish these, the way you live your life, a value system, an authenticity, a a realness about who you are and and how you live your life and and a vulnerability. And that really, that's, that comes from that values of who, of who God called you to be, who he says you are and how you live your life. And, and then that funnels itself in to the passion and the purpose of your life. And, and suddenly you find that in the process of your passion and living out your purpose and loving people and, and being connected to people, what you find is 
that through those experiences, through that relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. you find yourself a confident person, not that you never make a mistake, not that you'll always get it right, but your confidence lies deeply and deeply rooted in who you are in Christ and what you know is he knows you on your best day and your worst. And he loves you unconditionally. Anyway, he has, he's always going to be there to be behind you. He's no mistake is too great. And God is going to keep making you into his image until you draw your last breath and you're transformed into his image. So, so why not be confident? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can only go up from here. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, why not be confident? It's better. Yeah. Yes. Because our confidence is not in who we are. It's in who he is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And understand while that, since this is cyclical, these Mm -hmm. are truths that you're going to have to continue. It's not like you walk away from this podcast and say, I learned it. I'm good. I I, I learned it and I'm going to keep, I'm going to practice it. And then again, and then I'm going to have to relearn or remind myself of these truths Mm -hmm. because I kind of got off, you know, and so and give yourself some grace because God is full of grace and mercy. And, um, but he does have a purpose and you aren't just taking up space you. And, and, and I think that's really valuable. So in the words of, um, of daily affirmation, you're good enough, you're smart enough and doggone it. People like you. That was (laughs) that Allison. Yeah. But you know, but you got to put yourself out there for any of that to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, because nobody really knows who you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, behind all of the other stuff and uh so but you're right um this is this is not a this is not a one and and done done. yeah yeah look at that we said the same thing (laughs) um this is not a one and done this is a constant uh revisiting Mm -hmm. uh, of who we are and i can promise you from my recognition of my struggles till today it I, i don't battle it near as much as i used to but I can promise you that it can, it can still roll itself around in little mm-hmm. different ways. And I can suddenly find myself believing lies that aren't true anymore. And I have to go back to the truths that I know. Mm-hmm. So tell yourself the truth. Yeah, exactly. Tell yourself the truth. And, and, and Allison gave you a couple things to tell yourself that you are <laughs> and a couple of great things, get you some Bible verses about yeah. that we've given you what several some good, today. as we're finishing what would be some, a couple of good books i feel like there are so so many mm. good books that are good reminders of this i'm reading kingdom woman right now by uh, tony evans and oh, that yeah. is that's a good one because it's like it doesn't matter what you could do it's really who you are in christ and it's a lot of the same things that we're talking about and so what is it what's another book reba as we as we close that you can you can say hey this is you know besides the bible obviously um but you know some a couple of good books that we've we've learned in the past yeah you know uh this is an oldie but i do like this the search for significance Mm. um and i don't know if anybody if you've read that one uh by robert mcgee Um, but it just really talks about your true worth through God's eyes and looking at your worth and self-esteem through biblical lens. It's -hmm. called the search for significance. And I think that, uh, it's been a while since I've read that, but it's really good. Um, also Christine Kane wrote a book called unashamed. Okay. Um, and she says, uh, drop the baggage, pick up your freedom and fulfill your destiny. Mm. Um, and she really talks about her, per- this is a story kind of about her personal journey of embracing her identity in Christ and, and breaking through barriers and, and doing some things like that. Um, so I think there's, there's some good things in that. 
Um, and, um, I, this is a book that I read that had really, that really did help me. Um, and there's one I haven't read yet. So I'm going to give you both of them. The one that I read that really helped me was by John Ortberg and it was called the me I want to be. Okay. And, um, it was John Ortberg, the me I want to be. And he talks about just embracing your gifts and your talents, um, and kind of living a life that's filled through those, which I just think is, you know, in so many. And then this was, this one was recommended to me, but I have not read it yet. It's called Restless by Jenny Allen. Okay. And it says you were made for more. And I have not read it yet. So let me clarify that. <laughs> uh, Restless by Jenny Allen. Uh, but um, I somebody told me about this not too long ago when we were discussing this topic and said, you need to, you need to read this. So, yeah. you know, um, so all of these would be great books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, honestly, think, yeah. Mm. The Kingdom Woman by Tony Evans. I'm right smack in the middle of that. And then I finished When People Are Big and God is Small is also yep. a really good book about identity. Yep. And so those are some, those are some good books as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I would go back to some of those things. And, and here's the big deal uh, that I think is important. A lot of great books, a lot of people that will point you to amazing truths and scriptures and whatnot, which I think are great. But one of the, I'm telling you, it sounds like, ah, that can't be all there is to it. But I'm telling you, getting in God's word and just saying, what, who does God say Say I I am? am." Yeah. And writing that down Mm -hmm. and putting those verses where you can be reminded of them. Honestly, that right there Mm -hmm. will do more to get you moving forward than anything else I know and is just being able to say who does God say I am and then live in that and live in that yeah and serve in that exactly Mm. well man this has been good as we kicked off this first of our series uh this has been a great topic to kind of dive into and honestly we probably could do 14 of these uh Mm -hmm. on this one topic because it's so deep but thank you guys so much today for joining us we'll continue kind of talking about some of these things that get us stuck. And how do we get unstuck? And this one's a biggie. As always, if Allison and I can help you in any way, we always encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, Feel free to email us. Feel free to contact us. We would love to uh, speak more into your life, know how we can pray for you. Uh, But thanks for joining us today on the podcast. And until next time, stay rooted deep. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.